Welcome to Unlearning. I'm Roxy and I'm from the Philippines. Join Erica and I as we discuss how to unlearn toxic and self-limiting beliefs, how we free ourselves from the opinions of others and go for what we really want. Each week we discuss issues that we've gone through or that our guests have gone through in the context of an Asian society. So happy to have you here. Tag us at Unlearning With Us if you enjoy this episode. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Unlearning. This is Roxy. And I'm really excited about today's topic because I am pretty sure that if you're Asian, maybe even if you're not, you've probably been through at least one of these situations. Boy meets girl. Boy doesn't meet family's expectations. Family wants you to break up. Sound familiar? Or study really hard. Grades don't meet family's expectations. Family tells you, study harder. (laughs) Apply for a job, salary, or reputation. That doesn't meet family's expectations. In other words, you're not working for the family business. And family thinks it's just not worth your time. Detaching yourself from your family's expectations is a really, really tricky situation. And I can totally understand that, especially in Asian culture, because we usually feel forever indebted to whatever our family has done for us. We find ourselves naturally wanting to make them happy and proud. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having that feeling because it is natural to want to make your family proud. But I think the danger happens when their expectations of you begin to slowly drown out your own voice, your dreams, and your opinions. And the danger happens when you compromise your own happiness and you give up a little part of yourself each time until you suddenly find yourself living the life that your family defined for you, not the life you wanted. And when this happens, you might want to think a little bit about detaching yourself. But don't get me wrong, because detaching yourself doesn't mean that you stop caring about your family's priorities. You just let them go, forget them. It doesn't mean that. It means that you have to prioritize listening to your own voice. Because you need to feel confident about going for what will make you feel happy and fulfilled. So my family is just like a lot of Chinese Filipino families. My grandfather has extremely high expectations and was also critical. I was expected to do extremely well at school, be thin, have light skin, and prepare myself to be a good future subservient wife to some Chinese dude. So my point is, it was in the cards for me to become a typical good Chinese Filipino daughter but I definitely consider myself a unique case because I've lived on my own and have been financially independent since I was 23 and I married someone who wasn't Chinese. I somehow broke the spell of you'll bring honor to us all and instead focused on my own reflection. Did you guys get that? I hope you did. If you didn't, I don't know what's wrong with you. (laughs) So today... I want to talk about how you can discover and trust your own voice apart from what your family wants. 
And to start off, I wanted to share a metaphor that I read in Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk book, one of my favorite books that I've literally recommended to all of my friends. Your identity is a mirror covered with dust. When you first look in the mirror, the truth of who you are and what you value is obscure. And only when that dust is gone can you see your true reflection. We've unconsciously constructed our identity over the last years that we've lived with other people's values and expectations. The dust represents the expectations of our families, friends, and even the society we live in. For us to feel like our true selves, we must strip everything external that's holding us back. So we have to clear that dust away. I'm going to describe some steps that will help you clear that dust, just like a vacuum cleaner. First, you need to build self-esteem. It's harder to detach yourself from your family if you don't feel like you're good enough on your own. So instead, you might find yourself latching on to your family's expectations and aiming to fulfill them to feel validated. You know, classic example is when your family wants you to work in the family business. And at the end of the day, you might think, yeah, actually, that might make more sense for me because I'm not even sure what I can do on my own. And if you focus on building self-esteem, then you'll also feel a lot more confident with listening to your own voice and doing what you want versus just doing what you're told. And one of the best ways that I find in building self-esteem is to substitute being self-critical for being self-compassionate. So whenever your inner critical monologue of mean thoughts kick in, ask yourself what you'd tell a friend instead and communicate that to yourself with compassion. So I've never worn a crown in my life, but I'd crown myself the queen of self-criticism. But that's because I hold myself to an extremely high standard and I always believe that I can do better. What helps me personally whenever the critical dialogue kicks in, because it always still does, I think to myself, wait, 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 I'm judging myself again, <laughs> which will make it easier for you to know, okay, now I need to swap it with a more compassionate response. In terms of the response, you need to give yourself a response that you'll actually believe. You shouldn't tell yourself some bullshit response that also doesn't make sense. Like, I'm going to be so successful someday. I can feel it. When in reality, you know, like, girl, you're not a mind reader or a fortune teller. So you can instead say something like, I'm going to work hard until I reach my goals. You need to believe what you tell yourself as well. The second step is to create space for stillness and reflection. It is really hard when you're constantly bombarded by the demands of your family and you constantly feel like there are so many things that you need to take care of, so many things that you need to do for them, especially because it's only in stillness that you can really reflect on what is true to you without the influence of other people's thoughts and voices. So when you spend all of your time just doing things for other people and feeling like you need to fulfill them, 
You don't create the space to reflect on your own emotions and you don't create the space to understand what truly motivates you and what makes you happy because you need to learn to separate the values that come from you and the values that come from your family and society. This will also help you understand your insecurities, your behavioral patterns, because they often have a lot to do with your life experiences and how you were raised. I mean, it takes, you know, forever to really be able to detach that completely and understand what your values are. But here are some questions that can start you off, especially if you absolutely never thought about it. When have you been most happy? What do you wish you could detach yourself from? This could be a goal, a mentality, um, an expectation. What's holding you back from doing what you really want to do? And why are you letting it hold you back? If you look back at your life on your deathbed, what experiences would you regret not doing? So when you've given yourself the space to think about these things, discover and believe in what you really want for yourself, then it'll also be easier for you to define that for yourself, for your family, and it will also be easier for you to actually have a direction and fight for it. So the third step is to set boundaries. And I know Chinese families generally are not used to respecting boundaries. The only boundaries that they do respect are physical boundaries because you are not going to see any Chinese families hugging and kissing the shit out of each other. But you will see families crossing the border of your personal space, choosing your spouse for you, and then pressuring you to get married the next day, and then the next day after tell you to make 10 million babies. It isn't, it isn't easy to set boundaries with people that aren't used to respecting them especially when they trigger you and all you want to do is either give some snappy response or just stay quiet because it's so annoying. But setting boundaries in a firm way will hopefully give you the space that you need to focus on your own voice. If they aren't aware that they're overstepping, they're just going to keep overstepping. So you need to let them know. <laughs> An example of this for me my grandfather like, told me all the time that he wanted me to marry someone who was Chinese. And I remember I was around 24. We had a conversation about it in the car. And I told him, you know, super calmly, super clearly that I would feel unhappy about our relationship. So my relationship with my grandfather, if he forced me to be with someone that I didn't love. So telling him that made it super clear that he needed to let me make my own decisions, even if he had opinions of his own. He had to respect my boundaries or face a consequence. But at the same time, I think it's important that when you expect someone to respect your decisions and your thoughts, you need to respect their opinions too. So you need to hold yourself accountable for still understanding that other person. I also have to respect and accept his opinions, even if they're different from mine. Like I shouldn't try and convince him to think another way because, you know, that takes years. That takes a lot of effort. <laughs> 
And I told him, you know, like, I know you mean well, and you think that that's what's best for me. But at the end of the day, I need to decide. And he responded well by saying, at the end of the day, it's your decision. And of course, I want you to be happy. I mean, it sounds super easy when I say it that way. But I think, like, if you try and just stay quiet, nothing will happen either. And I think it's much better to communicate your boundaries, let them know, even if they might still continue crossing it at first, at least you're making your voice heard, which also makes you, you know, respect yourself a bit more because you're actually standing up for yourself. The last step is to know that you don't need to achieve, but you just need to be. So, you know, I thought I was fully living the life that I wanted. My own apartment, living in another country, being with someone I love, but detaching yourself from other people's expectations doesn't just stop with the external circumstances of choosing your career and who you marry. Because I realized that I was still living my life in the way that I was raised with the goal to be successful, especially financially. And I always aimed to be the best at everything I did because that's what I was trained to do since day one. I was an honor student from grade school to university. I worked out a lot because being fat meant you were lazy. I worked 16 hours a day because I wanted to advance my career. I focused on my mental health, read self-help books, podcasts, you name it. Every form of self-improvement I have probably done. And I wanted to constantly improve and be a better version of myself. But in the process, I realized that I also attached a lot of my worth to those achievements more than just to who I was. Because when we ask ourselves or when we're asked what we're proudest of, we often talk about our achievements or, you know, the crazy problems that we've overcome but we rarely talk about just being proud of who we are as people. We never really say things like, I'm proud of my kindness, my compassion, and my patience. At your funeral, they won't miss your accomplishments. They will miss who you are as a person. So I hope this is a reminder that you are enough. You don't need to meet anyone's expectations except your own. And it's important to audit the external expectations your family has of your career and of your love life, but at the same time, the internal expectations as well, like values and goals that may not resonate with you personally. When you are able to truly find alignment with your values and what you do, then you will also be able to live a more content and happier life. Oh, guys, that was a lot to unpack, but thank you so much for listening. I hope it was helpful and speak to you guys again soon. Hey there, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. If you made it this far, you probably enjoyed it. So we hope you can click the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen and leave a rating and review right now.
Yes, right now. Doing this helps us reach more people and help them unlearn their limiting beliefs. Make sure you also tag us at Unlearning With Us on social media so that we can see your feelings, validate you even though you don't need some validation, and pat you on the back for chasing that self-growth. Thanks, guys!